Hello, this is Gil Weinrich with my regular bi-weekly Monday podcast. One of today's big headlines concerns the chaos and destruction in France, said to be the worst riots that country has seen since the 1960s. At the forefront of these protests are the so-called gilets jaunes, or yellow vests, that French law requires of drivers for the purpose of visibility. Well, visibility they have obtained, as French drivers have taken to the streets in Paris and beyond to protest the government's hiking of diesel fuel taxes. Reports I have seen identify the protesters as mainly white working class men who resent new fuel taxes on diesel that the government has imposed to meet its climate protection commitments. These protesters claim that the fuel tax salves the consciences of Parisians who don't drive and place an economic burden on those who live in small towns in the countryside who must use cars to cover long distances to work from locations lacking good public transportation. These developments remind me, in an ironic sort of way, of the famous French-language anti-colonial work, The Wretched of the Earth. Its author, Franz Fanon, defended violence by colonial populations against their colonizers. Now it seems that in the consciousness of working-class Frenchmen, violence targeting the institutions and streets of a perceived wealth elite is called for. The new wretched of the earth are apparently the non-rich native population. We've seen similar social cleavages in other Western countries as well. Remember the deplorables from the 2016 U.S. presidential campaign? And yet, not two months ago, Credit Suisse released its Global Wealth Report, in which France was ranked in the top five wealthiest countries on the basis of median wealth per adult, ahead even of the U.S. The report slices and dices riches in numerous ways, but notes that median wealth is a more reliable guide to national wealth since it is not distorted by a high number of extremely wealthy people. So according to average wealth, the U.S. comes in at number three. According to median wealth, the U.S. doesn't even make the top ten. The more egalitarian France ranks number five. And yet now, citizens of the world-leading wealthy country are singing a song of angry men. I find it interesting that the highest-ranked country according to the more egalitarian median wealth ranking is Australia. Yet there too, problems are apparent. Wealth is based heavily on home ownership. Yet a report I read in the Asia Times notes that the bottom 50% of Australians who primarily rent own just 3.7% of the wealth, which is down from its share a decade ago. So what's the takeaway of these observations for investors? First, expect more social disruption. That hopefully does not mean street violence, but rather political shifts that may skew toward wealth redistribution. For example, the UK's Labour Party, which some analysts view as poised to wrest control of Westminster from the Tories soon, wants to enact policies that will protect renters, something that would kill the property market. If so, a British investor would want to make sure he apportions a goodly amount of his assets to non-real estate holdings. Similarly, political changes will bring about winners and losers in the stock market. For those not nimble enough to keep up with all the changes and to correctly identify the new order of the day, there is no substitute for very wide asset diversification, including cash. Who knows, angry men in Paris may be able to pick up a nice home in London's posh Mayfair district for a song if angry voters in the UK install a new rent control regime. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.